All right, guys, welcome back to the Mindset Effect podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about procrastination um, because, you know, because we've noticed like in the current environments, a lot of people are procrastinating due to the coronavirus. And, you know, my dad told me something really interesting the other day. Um, Like his company is not going to do bonuses this semester, or it seems like they aren't. And so... Like a lot of people, you know, when there's no bonuses, there's no incentives for them to work and they'll procrastinate. And, you know, the cycle perpetuates and it's really, it's really deadly. And yeah, so that's what, that's what we're going to talk about. But before that, let's talk about news. So recently, um, I forgot his name, but some black dude was killed by a white police officer. There's so many riots going on. And yeah, I think, I just think it's really interesting. Um, like, because I'm thinking about this in the health perspective, right? Like the government is issuing all these different regulations that, you know, you can't go out during this time without a mask and you can't like be involved in group settings, especially at protests because there's like thousands of people together and like yeah, the likelihood of them getting coronavirus is like exponentially increased. And so I'm thinking about it in that perspective and it just doesn't seem good. I feel like there's going to be another huge spike. Um, coming soon mm-hmm. because of all these protests all these people not giving a fuck about you know their their health and stuff and i think it just i think the protests like i just i don't agree with them i don't agree with the way they're doing things especially how they're like yeah. vandalizing buildings like it's not the way to protest things you know mm-hmm. well i think so like there's there's the small group of like really extreme people who are doing a lot of the of vandalizing and violence and stuff and there are a lot of the just protesters who aren't but yeah it is ridiculous but the reality is is everybody who's writing this is not about george floyd most of the people who actually care about the george floyd stuff are not writing um it's like the writers are people who are just trying to take advantage of the situation or they're people who are just insanely mad and think that the whole system's corrupt um, and that the whole police force is like corrupt or whatever. Yeah, that's interesting um, actually. Like but I, they're using I think, this yeah, as an opportunity to um, to do what they always wanted to, which is yeah. Because like I saw, yeah, I saw an interview of a guy who was arrested for looting, uh, and they were interviewing him, and he and they were like, "Why are you doing this?" And he was like, "I want the money, man." He's like, "This isn't about George Floyd for me." He's like, "I just want the money." Um, but I think a lot of this is also super political. Um, it's like, you know, there are elections coming up in the next few months. And so there are a lot of people just trying to cause a ton of chaos um, on both sides. There's like far right, far left who are just trying to, you know, cause a ton of violence and chaos for political reasons. Um, and so like, I think then most protesters are, you know, peaceful, but it's just like, this isn't like the violence isn't going to solve anything. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, this is why, like, I just don't watch the news. Like, I only Same. know about this because, so because of, like, you know, how much traction it's getting online. Plus, you know, parents, yeah. you know they watch the news a lot. And, yeah. Frankly, well, this, this is, is yeah, this is, like, why I don't watch the news. Because, like, frankly, it doesn't do anything good for you. Like, you hear all this bad news, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't see any benefit, like, how it helps you. I think I agree. in this situation is much more bliss. Because you can focus yeah. more on your craft and not about these external things. Yeah. And the reality also is like, you know, you can't effectively educate yourself on these topics by by listening to the news because every news agency out there 
is pushing their own political agenda. CNN is super far left. Um, Fox is like to the right. And so it's like, you're getting really biased views on everything. Like you have, you know, people at CNN justifying the riots because they're on the far left. You have people on the right that are like hardcore condemning the riots, which I think honestly is, should be the right answer anyway, no matter which political side you're on, because it's just not right to do any of the right stuff. But like, you know, so it's, you're never going to actually get the full story and the full picture unless you spend some real time on it. But at that point, it's just like, it's a complete waste of, it's a waste time, of time in my opinion um yeah and it's like so i think really trying to avoid the news is a good idea um but it's like this is really dangerous stuff too and if you live in like downtown the city you're going to hear about this stuff um because it, it's getting really dangerous in downtown cities and frankly it's like you know i support the the protests of like people wanting uh, justice for things but it's like at this point what are they even asking for like the cops are arrested and like charged and so in my mind it's just like you've got the justice for the most part and the whole cops like the whole cop system isn't corrupt so i don't know what they're protesting at this point um but i don't know yeah i think they just want some retribution for what happened but yeah i don't think but I, I think i think the reality is also is like you know we're there's always there are always going to be bad people it's the same as you will never eradicate crime you will never take away murders 100 you'll never take away stealing you'll never 100 take away racism and thieving it's, it's there's always going to be someone out there who's doing it and like we can make it as good as possible and like you know try to do as much as we can but it's like eventually it'll get to the point where it's just like i think we're honestly nearing that point i do think a lot of this stuff's been blown out of proportion but it's like I think you'll eventually get to a point where it's such a small amount. It's like, you know, you can't blame the whole system and be like, every cop is racist. It's like, cause that's just not true. And there's no, there are no facts to support that. It's there's like, just there are definitely a few bad apples. I agree. Yeah. It's like, you can't say that something is all black people or all white people or all cops or all anything. It's like, we're all individuals. And I think generalizing it's really dangerous. Definitely. I also think this ties into procrastination. Because you can really get hooked, especially with news. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of fake news going on currently. And I think news can be a huge source of procrastination because you can see all this news and just get really hooked on. Like you Mm -hmm. can probably go hours and hours just watching, you know, people protest and all the insane shit going on right now. I think think that's that's what's happening to some people right now because um, they see this situation and they want to know, like, what's happening next like it's it because in my opinion it's kind of like a it's kind of like a drama like you see all this shit going on yeah it's like you see the stuff in movies but like in real life not so much and so mm-hmm. yeah it's funny because like component to it yeah you can almost think of all of the stuff that's happening nowadays as just like an analogy um because it's like you know so many times we get stuck into like the cycle you were talking about earlier where, you know, I'm behind on my schoolwork, for example, or something. And so to avoid thinking about that and the pain of thinking about that, because I know and I'm frustrated with myself and to avoid that, I'm going to go play video games because then I don't have to think about it. But then me playing video games means I'm going to be procrastinating even more. So you get into an even deeper hole and the cycle just continues over and over and over and over again. And I think you start to justify, which is the analogy to the news nowadays, is like we start to justify things that we normally wouldn't. So it's like, 
oh, it's justified for me to go play like four hours of video games just because I need a mental break, you know, can't work 24 seven and all this stuff. And it's like, the reality is, is like the only thing that ever matters is like the action that you're taking. And it's like, you know, either you're doing it or you aren't doing it. There's no justification or in between there. It's like, either you're doing it, you're trying over and over and over and over again, or you aren't. And it's like, you know, Yoda is right. There is no try. It's like, either you do it or you don't. I love Yoda. Yeah. love the quote. Same. <laughs> yeah, just do, like, well, I feel like when playing games, I think playing games is fine. It's people playing games, um, but they're not regulating how much they're playing. Like they're yeah. playing, you know, just for the sake of playing. And I think you need to, I think that's where the schedule comes in. I think, um, I think an actionable plan that you can take to stop procrastination is to actually make a schedule. Because when you make a schedule, I said this so much, um, when you make a schedule, like, it's so obvious what you need to do next. Like for this podcast, yeah. we have a schedule. We have like every Monday, every Wednesday, 9 a.m., we're going to do the podcast and we're going to make it. And it's so obvious what to do. And when you don't have a schedule, like you're sort of clueless on what to do next. And it takes, takes more willpower out of your mind to really come up with what you need to do next. And I think over the, if you do that constantly over the day, your willpower depletes and, and you're more likely to uh, fall into the trap of doing shallow work or just indulging in pleasures like playing games or watching YouTube, watching Netflix. And, yeah. you know, so make a schedule because that'll help you majorly with procrastination and also sticking with it, you know? Like you don't have to stick with every minute you write a new schedule. Your schedule is just, it's more like a blueprint for you to follow. And you don't have to follow the exact timestamps, but you should follow the, the sort of order that you lay them out in. I think it's important to like make sure that you really get into the habits too. Cause like, you know, I say this all the time. It's like people really, they like to justify that you can miss a day and stuff on your habits and whatever but like the reality is is you don't ever end up missing a single day like you know there are times where it's like if i didn't wake up at 4 a.m that day it'd be months later and i still wasn't doing it or like if i didn't work out that day it'd be months later and i still wasn't doing it and so it's like you know you miss one day it almost always turns into more so it's like you got to really be careful about that because like there are times at college where to avoid that i would go to the gym at like 10 o'clock at night and get up at two the next day because i was like i'm not gonna break my habits um yeah, I think I think so grit like, is. Uh, let me just say my one sentence on this topic. So I think everyone has different levels of grits. Like you definitely have insanely high levels of tolerance and grits, and I also have a like really high level of tolerance and grit. I feel like a lot of most people they don't have that sort of tolerance, and so you know when they when it comes to you know being consistent and you know doing things consistently it's hard for them if they like work a lot more and so i think with each person you have to you have to find you know their level of tolerance and they should be matching their level of work to their level of tolerance because we can work like i don't know like 10 hour 10 to 12 hours a day and like do that like every day and not get burned out but other people like they might not be able to do that and so it's all about you know finding your level of tolerance and coming up with a consistent schedule to um for that so like you don't burn out and you're able to stay on track and do things consistently because at the end of the day right it's not how much work you do every day that matters it's the consistency that you do it in that matters because mm -hmm. it's the momentum you build over time that really affects you in the long run 
Yeah. For me, I think personally, I don't think anything about humans is static. Like, I think you can change anything. Like, you know, some people are born naturally skinny, but with a ton of work, they can get to be extremely muscular. Some people are born and maybe they believe a certain way. And then in the future, they change that and they believe something completely different. So like, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily about like us being able to work for super long. I really think it's how you think about things and it's the habits that you develop. I think we can work for so long because we developed the habit of just like sitting down and being focused for that long. But if you get into the habit of like, I'm going to check my phone like every 10 minutes, not even going to think about it, then yeah, it's expected that you're not going to focus as well. You're not going to get as much stuff done. And if you're telling yourself the whole time, like, I can't work for like super long, then like, how do you ever expect to be able to work that long? And so like, there's always the thing where you never know if it's like, because you're telling yourself that you can't do it or, or if you just can't do it. And that's why you're telling yourself, you never know. But the reality is like telling yourself will always mean that you can't do whatever you're telling yourself to do. And you absolutely have no chance of trying to fix that. It's like, I don't think like, anything is static. Can you elaborate yeah. on what you mean by that? It's kind of, vague. yeah. So like, so like what I'm talking about is, like you can always say, oh, I can't do this because of whatever. And you never know if it's, be if you can't do it because like you naturally just can't do it or if you just can't do it because you've decided that you can't do it. And so like the okay. reality is, so you're saying is like you, if you want to try and fail than to yeah, not do. Exactly. Okay. And it's like the reality is, is like you never know if you can't do it until you die. Like, you could say, I can't start a successful business. You know, I'm just not good at that. I don't know how I'm not naturally talented at this, but like you've, you've ended it right there and you've stopped trying, you failed. But if you're like, you know, I will try to start a business for the rest of my life. Every single day, I'm going to keep working on this. You will never know if you can't do it until you die. And so it's I think like, you have to determine personally, if starting a business is a goal worth pursuing for yourself. Yeah, Make sure exactly. It's a goal worth, that you want to pursue. Yeah, but I don't think people should say they can't do anything because it's like you never know until you try and it's like you never fail until you die because like you can keep on trying no matter how old you are, um, obviously depending on what it is. You, can't, you probably can't be a professional soccer player at like 90, but it's like, you know, outside of like reason, um, like there are so many things that we actually can do that we just limit ourselves on. And I think procrastination is like a big thing there. It's like people will always tell others, they're like, you know, I have to study for like an hour and then take like a 20 minute break. I can't do anything else. And it's like, well, have you ever tried doing it for longer? And like, I mean, consistently trying. Yeah, not you don't trying get better by not pushing day. yourself. If you don't push exactly. yourself in studying and, you know, in increasing the amount of time you're spending studying like you're never going to get better yeah it's like all these people that they like let's say um you are like doing cross country for school or something you're a runner and you run like i don't know 12 minutes for a two mile which is like a pretty decent time and you're like you know i can't get down to 11 minutes it's just not possible for me it's like well you've given up right there but if you try and you keep training to get that you might even if it takes two years, you might eventually get to that level, but you're never going to know if you just quit. And so it's like, you might as well try and go after it because um, you never really know. Well, what I wouldn't say try. I think, I think, I think you shouldn't try. I think you should either do or fail. Yeah. Like, trying is yeah. the problem in my opinion. Like when you try, like you I don't agree. have to succeed, you know, failing yeah, is great. I, honestly, like, failing, I like, failing is great and like failing is fantastic.
Like, so it's either like doing, it's either just do or fuck up. Like fail or succeed, like do one of the two things. I agree. You know, don't try to be somewhere between, you know, those two spectrums. Like, and I think trying is somewhere between those two spectrums. And that's where a lot of people fall into. They Mm -hmm. fall into this trap of trying and trying is really the thing that prevents you from really doing anything. In my opinion. I a hundred percent agree. And this, this is why it's, this is what it's so funny about having a plan B is because anytime you have a plan B for something, you are trying to get plan A, but you're not determined. You're not like, this is what I'm going to do. And there's no alternative. Like you shouldn't try to be a professional actor, like go 100% and do it. Like whatever your big goal is, your dream is, it's like go 100% because nobody achieves anything huge without being 100% committed to that. Any great thing that happened in life is because somebody was 100% committed to it you know it's like somebody wasn't like oh, I'm gonna try to create the car and like if it just doesn't work out then it just doesn't work out whatever and then I'll go and move something else it's like I'm gonna try and I'm gonna keep doing it over and over again until I do it and so it's like yeah don't do you try. ever think about it like there's only one step um, that actually needs to be taken to to do anything right like it's not in the future a lot of people they get into this mindset where you know I'm going to start doing this tomorrow and Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, and then tomorrow comes, I'm going to do this tomorrow. And they keep pushing it back. And you shouldn't have that future futuristic mindset. You should have the mindset of now, like there is only the present moment. I think this is where meditation comes in. I did this in college. I did meditation in college. I haven't done it as much now um, just because I don't know. I just, I don't know, just no time. I don't know. You got out of the habit. That's the reality. <laughs> I don't know. My mind is just, my mind is just always, always has too many things on my mind now. So I, I can't, feel like, I can't meditate. Just like I sit there for like one minute. I'm like, my mind has like 50 different like ideas spinning in it. So, mm-hmm. but like the idea is, you know, there's only the present moments, right? The future is just an illusion of your mind. And so always tell yourself, if you want to start something, like start it now. Like, even if it's just like a really baby step, because at least you've, started you know don't don't tell yourself you're gonna start yeah and i think it's like perfectionism is a huge procrastinator it's like never you will never be 100 ready at whatever you want to do like you could be 10 years old and be like i want to start this lemonade stand but you know i should probably wait till i'm like 16 because then i'll be a little more equipped i'll have like more skills built up to talk to people it's like just fucking do it like whatever your goal is, it's like, just start it. <laughs> like so many people I've talked to so many people that are like, you know, I'll probably start a business after college. It's like, why would you wait? It's like, even if you're studying business, like in business school, literally one of my biggest problems with the education system, I've said this a million times is like, by the time those four years are over, you've forgotten everything you learned in the first three years anyway. And so like, it was completely pointless spending those four years since you never took action. And it's like, if you want to truly learn how to do something, start taking action. Again, I remember more from like coding projects that I did when I was like 15 than I do in school stuff that I learned two months ago. And so it's like, you will remember more by taking action. So it's like, you know, don't procrastinate, like just start doing stuff. It's like, again, you're not going to better read a book and stop being shy. That's not going to fix it. To stop being shy, you have to go up and talk to people. Don't procrastinate. Don't be like, I'm not going to talk to this dude. I'll talk to the next one and then the next one and then the next one. No, be like, I'm going to talk to this guy. I'm going to talk to every single stranger that I see because I'm trying to get myself out of my comfort zone. It's like, you just have to do it. Like, don't try. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, I had this <laughs> thought and I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> what happens when you sleep like six hours, guys? Not good, not good. Damn, that's such a good thought too. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. You should like, have interrupted me. <laughs> I know, dude. Fuck. I <laughs> like dozed off. Um, I don't know. Like, so I think, yeah, I guess like, like once you think the future is a possibility, um, like you can always do stuff in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just like the school system teaches you to be realistic with all of your goals. You know, like I remember them teaching about smart goals and like the R stands for realistic. It's like, I have the least amount of respect for that phrase. Like that, I, I absolutely hate the word realistic. It's like, you know, why would you ever want a realistic goal? Like, wouldn't you want something that is just like absolutely insane, like baller shit? Like, would you not want to go after a goal that's just like so ridiculous that it's just like everybody thinks it's impossible? Like to me, living is about trying to achieve that's what that's like stuff that's impossible that you think you could never get, but that's insane. Like, why, why not? Like, imagine your face all over billboards everywhere as like a famous actor or something it's like you know why wouldn't you go for the big times like why lower your goals just to make other people not feel intimidated like i, I think you know it's like don't i think be realistic yeah, so, with your goals yeah don't be realistic with your goals and also just because you know you're scared of the consequences of what might happen when you do strive for a goal like doesn't mean you should you shouldn't do it Right, just because mm-hmm. you're afraid of an outcome happening, like failure, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And so yeah, stop and worrying it, about the what ifs that are going to happen, and start doing because you never know yeah. what's going to happen. Because I guarantee you, like not, not I'm not going to say ninety nine percent, but at least more than fifty percent of the um, what if scenarios you come up with are never going to happen. Guarantee you. It probably is 99%, honestly, but yeah, it's like a ton of them. But yeah, it's like, you know, I, I keep talking to all these people who want to start podcasts and they're like, I'll start one eventually. And it's like, no, you won't. <laughs> like either it gets scheduled or you do it that second because otherwise it never gets done. Like I will come up with things like ideas for things and I'm like, oh, this would be great to do. But if I don't write it down and schedule it and or do it at that moment, it's never going to get done and like that's just the reality and so you can't just put stuff off and expect it to get done because you'll forget about it or something will come up and it just won't happen yeah exactly and you know i think another interesting thought is you don't get confident through success well not as much so you get confident through success but i think most at least i think you can relate i think anyone can relate most of the confidence actually comes from the failures because when you do go through failures and these tough times, you understand and you understand what happened uh, to you like when you failed. I think knowing knowing what happened and improving on that next time, I think that gives you a certain degree of confidence and you know like that motivation um, and discipline to do it better next time. Mm-hmm. And I think you you get confident like as you try and you like work on achieving things, it's like, you know, if you are super, um, you know, insecure about your body or something, you probably haven't spent a ton of time working on improving it and working out and running and stuff. And it's like, if you are insecure about your ability to do physics or something, you probably haven't spent that much time studying physics and it's like you know all these people get so nervous for tests and it's like if you were truly prepared you wouldn't be nervous and so it's like i think it's okay you have to realize also that it's okay to make mistakes you know we've said this a million times our first podcast 
podcast was terrible. Like my friend presence, her first podcast was terrible. And it's like, it's going to be terrible. Like the content might not be, but like, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to screw up. And it's like, that's okay. Um, and I think if you can realize that it's okay to make mistakes and just be you, I think that's also super important because then you don't have to feel like you have to fake yourself and like be this ultra perfect person. Like I think sometimes we try to make ourselves into Superman uh, and like we're all perfect and don't make mistakes. And it's like, then you're super nervous about making a mistake. But if you get to the point where it's like, I'm going to make mistakes and that's fine. Like it's just me and I'll learn from them. I think that is such a liberating feeling too. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, the motto where like they say fake until you make it. I think that mm-hmm. does not apply when it comes to um, the mindset stuff, right? Like you can't, you can't like fake being successful. You can't fake being, you know, someone that you aren't. I think that it's, that's just so toxic. Um, mm-hmm. when it comes I think to that helping relationships. Yeah. I think that phrase will, will almost work for, so I, I think it's just like everything else. You can't really generalize it, but I think that phrase would work for at least partially with like confidence because you know you talk oh, yeah, to anyone yeah, who's yeah because you can yeah. fake it till you make it in the way you like you speak the way you yeah. carry yourself um and you know the way you like your gestures and i think you i think you can fake it in that way um because that like i think that'll actually change the way you feel um but when it comes to um you know the things that come out come out of your mouth like you have to be honest you have to be truthful mm-hmm. and you know you know, like, frankly, playing off cool in front of others, like, if you go to a nice restaurant or something, and you, and, like, so, yeah, you go to a nice restaurant, and you make it sound like it's not a big deal, like, you've gone to, like, nice restaurants, like, so often, like, playing off cool in situations like that, I feel like it doesn't, it's not genuine, and, you know, like, you shouldn't act like you know more than you do. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, yeah, it's, like, one of the big fears for me is, like, acting like I know more than what I do and then getting exposed for it. Like, I, I think that'd be terrible. And so it's like, like gurus online, I swear to God, all exactly. these gurus online are like selling all these Ponzi schemes and courses and shit. And like, yeah. And they're going to, mm-hmm. they've gotten exposed. They're going to get yeah, exposed. It's like, yeah. It's to the point now where I purposely downgrade myself because I want people to like, number one, not be intimidated by me if I have done more than them. And then number two, like I want to always be seen as the underdog. Like there are so many people that I've like reached out to that I'm more successful than, but because I purposely made myself seem like an underdog, they have the arrogance to think that they are better than me. And so they completely ignore me when in reality, I could probably help them in some way. And so it's like, I would rather avoid, avoid people like that by acting like the underdog. Um, especially cause like people want to help you if you're an underdog too, but it's like, that's why I don't use a Calendly is because if you have a calendar, you seem superficial and busy and stuff. And like, you know, kind of rubs people in that way. And I want to avoid having that. Like, I think, I think you want to show things that might not be in your favor. Um, and I think doing that makes you seem genuine and open and people want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I think a lot of the hustle industry right now, people just want to seem busy and they have like all these filled calendars. And if you, if you do the opposite of that, I think it makes you seem more genuine. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like a lot of people like are not working 24 seven. Like that's not, it's physically impossible and mentally impossible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I will work as much as I can. Um, but it's like, I've 
made it a very big point recently to still show that I will make time for like friends and people close to me or like family. It's like, cause you know, I just like wrote down like who is the kind of person that I want to be and like, what do I want people to think of when they see me? And so like, I want to stay true to those, you know, I want to be somebody who is like, you know, seen as super successful because I am at that time. But I also want people to know that no matter how successful I get, I'll always take time out of the day for like friends or family who want to like see me or like talk or any way I can help them and stuff. And so like, I've been very, you know, selfless with time recently on like talking to random people because I want to build those relationships and kind of come off that way. You know, that's good. That's good. I wonder like what I'm going to be like in the future. If I do become mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. Like will, yeah, I, the... will I become like snobby and shit? I hope not. Yeah. Well, like I think, it, you know, I think it'll all be dependent on like you and just like, you know, you as an individual, it's not going to be like necessarily like the money or whatever, but I think it's funny. I think a lot of people change with money. A lot of people I think yes, yes. But I think if you really know who you want to be mm-hmm. and you can stay true to that, I think that'll really help because there are a lot of people again who have done less than me who treat everyone like crap. In fact, I think I talked about this in like the last podcast, but like there was a guy a little like a few days ago, um, a few weeks ago actually, and he was just treating everyone who was helping with this thing like garbage. And um and uh, it's funny because like, he's with one of those young, pretty successful people, but I was much more successful than he was. And it's funny because like he would just treat everyone like dirt because everybody he thought was below him. And in the reality, the team ended up leaving because they didn't want to help him with it anymore. And so it's just funny because it's like, you know, you can destroy a complete culture that way if your company or your organization. And so like, I think it's super important to be selfless. And like some of the best leaders out there, they're understanding and they'll push you but at the same time, they're not, you know, they're, they're very willing to be friends and just like to you don't want to be take a step back. And, that arrogance yeah. and overbearing, overbearingness of that person you just talked about. I think that's what really contributed to his employees yeah. leaving or co-founders leaving. Yeah, I just I actually just sent out a newsletter uh, on this like yesterday of like, you know, mm-hmm. be confident. Like I am very open about how confident I am now. And I used to not be like that. Um, so like I've went through phases of like, tr- big. as in, well, as in like, I'm openly confident. Like I like not to the point of arrogance, but I will be very open and saying like, I'm extraordinarily confident. And I was never like that. Like, before. what do you mean by confident? And I've kind of just like confident in me. Like, I'm not afraid to go up and talk to some random person. Like anytime. Okay. I'm not afraid to go so and like just be 100% coaches. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like all of this stuff. Um, it's like, I'm not afraid to go up and just talk to random people. I'm not afraid to, you know, fail or like go out there and just do me. If I wanted to dye my hair pink, I would do it. I wouldn't have a, give a crap what anyone thinks. <laughs> and so like, it's, it's like being 100% confident and like, I'm gonna do me. And if you don't like that, I don't care. And I actually wrote in a newsletter about this pretty recently of like, you know, being 100% you and like why you should. And like, I've been beating this really hard recently of like, you know, you'll find your crowd and you'll attract your crowd. And so it's like, you know, if you see people like Elon Musk and like, yeah, he might be a total jerk boss at times, but like you're attracting people into your company that, you know, can take that and that like that. Um, But it's like, I think if you're confident, it's it's a unique thing if you're open about it because so many people try to act ultra humble and it's like i don't want to be somebody who's just ultra humble i want to be openly confident and that's one of the things that i want to like you know show people because i think that confidence will rub off rub off on other people 
um, certain people, it'll make them, you know, it'll highlight their insecurities and they'll call you arrogant. But like, those well, are the kinds good. of people you don't want in your that's crowd good. anyway. Because you're, cause you, cause you're exactly. filtering out these people that you don't want to be friends with. And, you know, exactly. I think, I think, like, people know this. Like, it's, this is not new advice. You can find this advice anywhere online. And I think most of, most of the time, it's, it's mass, like, vague, sort of. I agree. It's, it's, it's mass, like, really vague. And it's, it's pretty unclear, like, what you need to do to actually become a better self, become your better yeah. version. And I think, you know, yeah. knowing these principles of, you know, keeping, of, you know, your character is more important than your reputation, you know, you know, the fact that you don't need to convince anyone of anything, I think knowing these like will really help you out. I think you need to construct like an actionable plan to improve yourself on these sort of qualities. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah. What are you going to say? Yeah. It's like, I've been ranting a ton about this recently. It's like, I hate the phrase improve yourself because it's so vague and it's just like you know people always talk about you know the way to make money is to help other people but they never explain why and it's like you know i've been making that a big point recently it's like you know you should be 100 you because you will attract other people that are like you and you'll get a lot more engagement in your community then rather than if you're fake and it's like you know you should be yourself in an interview because you'll attract a company culture that is perfect for you and you're not, you know, like people don't, they don't explain that. They're just like, oh, be you and it'll work out better. But they never explain the logic. And so everyone's just like, be me. What does that mean? And why should I do that? It makes no sense. I don't understand why I shouldn't just like conform to what other people want because that would get me accepted quicker, right? And they never explain that. And it's just like, you know, you should, you know, provide value to other people because that is literally how you get money because money is just the exchange of value. And so if I provide money, if I provide value to others, then naturally I'll get money back in time. And it's like, we don't explain these things. And so people are super confused and it's like, improve yourself. And it's like, okay, so if I spend all of my time improving myself by playing piano 24 seven, is that going to make me, you know, have any kind of monetary success? And it's like, no, it's like, you should improve yourself by actually taking action on stuff. Just reading books. If you're not applying any of that knowledge is completely pointless. You know, I think it's funny. <clears throat> I just saw something. So you know how like there's a bunch, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that watch you know motivational videos, and I think it's interesting because um, like if you really think about it, the most successful CEOs and business people they're not sitting at home watching motivational videos. Exactly. That's not, why I've they're stopped. Not, they're not doing any mm -hmm. of this shit. Yeah. Like, they're act they're taking action. You know, they're taking mm -hmm. a proven action plan to better themselves than listening to yeah. fucking vague advice and non-measurable mm -hmm. advice online. Yeah. No, this is, it's like, there's so much crap advice out there. Like that is why I keep telling people, it's like, you know, really be careful with the advice you listen to. Don't necessarily listen to me or you or like the podcast or like, yeah, we're Jerry just giving v. our thoughts. Like, and like, yeah. we honestly don't even want you guys to be listening to our podcast every day. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. Take action. Yeah. Yeah, listen to us for you know inspiration and you know making a, maybe a breaking point in your life where you can capitalize on and just do it mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like you know people have gotten into such a big thing where they think that just because you're reading a ton of books you're going to be successful like bill gates and warren buffett have really pushed this and i will never understand it because it's like you know if you you should spend your time learning things but it's like the quickest way to learn about stocks i'm sorry is not by reading a book it's by going online and like actually 
doing it, like throwing yourself into the fire or like, you know, going through some of these games that like help you on investing and like actually put you in the field and doing it. Cause it's like, if you are not taking the action, you are literally wasting your time because like anything else is just, it just doesn't really help. Um, and it's I like, think you, know, you could kind of taking action depending on what you do. Like, I, I, like when you're I learning about biology, doesn't. like you don't learn about freaking like what every element does without reading about it. Right. You yes, gotta, but some, I, some things you have to read about. Well, I think my, one of my biggest issues with books is that there are so many people just add a ton of random jargon and just like random stuff into them to increase the length. And so like I could spend two days reading. That's why you got to be selective. You got to filter out. Like if you read yeah. enough books, you, you're able to filter out which parts you want to read, which parts are valuable. Like I think if you go online and just go to like any review section, like there, there will be people commenting like which chapters were good, which chapters weren't and just read the chapters that were good. Cause I yeah. like most of the books you buy, honestly, there's only going to be like one or two chapters that are actually valuable. Exactly. That are worth that's, reading. And th- yeah. that's like the main value of the book. That's why people buy the book. Yeah. That's why I don't like reading is like, cause at least like, uh, why would you read a whole book? Like now that is completely pointless. Like Unless if you're looking for something book. specific, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're reading for fun, then sure. But if you're trying to learn something, reading a whole book is just absolutely pointless. Cause like there are just so many words in it that are stupid and pointless. Literally you could spend two days doing that, or you could go online, watch a 30 minute video of all the big points of that book and like get the exact same knowledge way faster and you have visuals so you probably understand it better and it's just like you know i I think reading was really big and popular back when that was the only way to learn but now reading in my in my opinion is like pretty much obsolete because like we have so many other ways to learn and it's like and you can combine all of them by like going online and you don't have to spend you know 10 years reading through 20 books yeah i don't know we should wrap this episode up yep (laughs) definitely um yeah so stop procrastinating guys uh, some main points I touched action. on. Yeah. So some main points we touched on, you know, don't try, just do or fail because that is what's going to help you in the end, right? Failing is fine. Mm-hmm. Trying is a problem. And, you know, you don't get confident through success. Well, not as confident through success. You get more confident through failure because you're able to understand what you did wrong and improve on your next, the next time you do something. And just keep in mind, you know, the present is all that matters. Because the step you need to take starts right now. doesn't start tomorrow. doesn't start in a month. It starts right now. And yeah, make sure to give us a review um, if you liked it and a sub if you loved it. <laughs> sub if you loved it. <laughs> I can't even tell. Sub if you loved it. And um, also tell your friends out. too. Yeah, check us out on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel where you can see our pretty faces. Yeah. Um, it's called The Mindset Effect podcast i think i don't know you can find us somewhere yeah somewhere. if you go to our red circle page um i think it's listed on the description so you can find us on there and we will see you guys next time peace yeah.